you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that enables you to improve your mental health from anywhere at any time. Get matched with a licensed therapist from over 2,000 choices and message them whenever you need to. No commutes and no judgments. For a special offer for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com forward slash zone and the code zone, Z-O-N-E, to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this amazing show. Talkspace, it's therapy for how we live today. Okay. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as k Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. When I leave, you want to keep doing this. But then when I come around, you don't want to post up. Let's talk about this. When I leave, you want to keep doing this. Now, I know you all are listening and not watching, so allow me to use your ear's eye for just one second. <laughs> when she says you want to keep ears, doing this, eye. that's right, your ears, eye. My ears need some context right now, so yes, please <clears> help <throat> me out. Well, I'll give you Zynique and them number. Happy birthday to Zynique, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Zynique, beautiful young lady. Yes. Happy birthday to her. But back to this. So the young lady said, when I leave, you want to keep doing this. And she took her hands and did the universal symbol where you... Uh, match your four fingers together with your thumb as if you're making a mouth, like, like a talking Pac-Man. motion. Yes, talking, like Pac-Man. Talking, talking so she was saying, when I leave, you want to keep doing this. But when, when I come around, you don't want to post up. So this is 2018. It's the year of stepping into our truth, stepping into whatever we're supposed to be into for this year, even if that means checking somebody. So I want to say the hashtag today is post up. Post up. Use it for good, use it for bad, use it to cut someone out, use it to address an issue, use it however you need to use it because it definitely is adaptable to any and all circumstances. Very much so, so post up. Hashtag post up. That's the hashtag this week. And it comes, as I always say, out of the mouths of babes. You know, that's in the Bible. Because kids sometimes, although irritating... <laughs> They do have a lot of insight. Wow. A lot of times, because you know, kids get straight to the point. Okay. Okay, I watched a video the other day where they showed how chicken nuggets were made, and they showed the kids, like, chicken pieces being put into a blender, and that, you know, it was all, like, bones and all that kind of shit in there, and that's how they make the patty, and then they, like, and they put breading on it, and that's the chicken patty. Now, which one of you kids would eat that? 
all the kids' hands went up in the air. <laughs> kids don't give a damn. They don't. They and want to post why, up. Oh, you should have seen them little hands going up in the air slowly but surely. All their little arms went up like, well, shit, it's a chicken patty. So they didn't care. Okay, they're like, it okay. tastes good. That's how they make it. So it again, good. truth comes out of the mouths of babes. So the hashtag for this week is post up. And with that being said, hashtag and most importantly understood... Welcome to the friend zone, your weekly look into all things, and that look can come from your ear's eye, I do want to say. <laughs> so once again, this is your weekly look, listen, okay, into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, because who in the hell, hell. Hades, or Sheol, with like a musty brain? Which one of y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. How you doing? Happy birthday, Asante. Happy birthday, Asante. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Three times ten, fitting to win. Definitely a celebration. This time next year, we're going to do it again. Hey! Okay, that's it. I like that. Yep. You y'all start. know how my you weekend... You tell us about well, your... I was going to say, y'all um, know how my amazing. weekend was. I wasn't even going to ask y'all. It was crazy. It was nuts. It was insane. It was What'd a... you do? I was in Atlanta having the time of my life with all of the people near and dearest to my heart. Aww. It was a great time. There were so many great moments. So many dramatic moments, of course. Yes. What would my life be without the drama? So <laughs> I did so many drugs. I had such a great time. I had so many fun, random-ass exploits and things. It was just great. Shout well, out to hold on, I'm sorry, just really mm-hmm. fast. Um, shout out to the both of you for the greatest dinner ever because I had never been to Folk Out of Child. Like I've heard it in raps, yes. I've seen it, driven by it millions of times, and it was great to enjoy it for the first time with yes. all of the niggas. Like y'all are great. I seen somebody in there. Shout out to Morgan really fast. She's a Pisces oh, yeah, too. Her birthday was March 18th. At the buffet. <laughs> I knew her from college. We we just seen each other. It was so random because she always been high class. So of course her ass was in there. Um, <laughs> it was just great. Atlanta was great. And friend, I did tell you before the show that you were top two for the weekend. Um, I have to just go ahead and shout out Crystal for being number one. Oh, absolutely. For doing everything for putting everybody, it putting it all together, organizing it, and most important. Importantly, for getting a shout out from the DJ and Club Onyx. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Her ass was tipping down, and the DJ would not leave her alone. And Crystal trooped it, and it was amazing. It was great. Great shout night. Shout out to Onyx. Crystal. Shout out to Crystal. So many memories of Crystal Jean. Your birthday dinner was great, though. I had a really good time. Yes. Man. It yes. was. You looked fantastic. It Thank was amazing. You. I had a really good really time. Cute. Thank you. You guys look nice, too. And I had a good time at your birthday dinner, baby. Thank you. It was, it was a lot going on that made it such a good time man oh man I did I need me a green card right now to flip over you know there's always like three conversations like when you have a big dinner (laughs) table like for the birthday like that there's usually three conversations Mm -hmm. there's the table conversation there's the side conversations and then there's the eye conversations (laughs) and so I personally was ear hustling in all three dialogues, <laughs> and I just it was great. It was great. There was a lot of funny. <laughs> it was great. Absidy. Yeah, Absidy. Shout out to Absidy. Oh, Absidy. Yes. Ooh, Shout out to Absidy. Yes. And your Shout friend was taking yes. me down. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Antonio. He had a good time. He's crazy. <laughs> He's. I love him. Yes. Oh yeah. That was such a good time. Great addition to the dinner. He actually. That's who we featured. Remember when yeah, we featured the fitness, the fitness business in oh, Atlanta, shoot, the boot camps. Yeah, that's him. So shout out to Antonio forever. Underscore Mister, I think on yeah, the with Instagram. H. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, your birthday weekend was great. It was super lit. How was everything with both of y'all? Fran, tell me the weekend from your perspective. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm waiting on I, right there. Because, you know, you were I'm sober. I'm recovery. <laughs> Even being sober the whole weekend, I'm still recovering. So I can only imagine how y'all are feeling. When I tell you Fran was prepared, she brought her diffuser. <laughs> she had her resins burning. It was great. I, I heard Fran shut it down. When she walked into the club, I heard everybody Baby. went in slow motion. I did. Every I neck turned. When I tell you, I could feel all these eyes. like, look. I just kept looking back. Like, Who looking at me? And then I realized they was looking at Fran's ass. And then I was standing in front of it. I'm like, don't look over here. Okay. They said that Atlanta looking. Falcon outside the stadium put the wings down <laughs> on the ground. My <laughs> friend was about to walk into that club. Okay. I mean, it was my brother's birthday. So, you know, I had to turn it up a little bit. And then shout out to Atlanta, the show for knowing. Um, did you watch? I didn't watch Atlanta this they week. I'm so sorry. Okay, well, I was traveling. They went to Onyx. I'm like, yo, we're psychic. Yes. Like, I and can't because you said Atlanta more. Falcon, outside of the club, uh, well, I'll let you watch the episode. You right, put we that won't together. ruin it. But they went to Atlanta, I mean, to Onyx, and I was like, what? <laughs> we were just there. That was crazy. See? Okay, so tell me the weekend from your perspective. Please. Honestly, it was amazing. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't uh, socialize that much because we were like at the club. We were at Onyx. We were staying at up to like together. seven in uh-huh. the morning, nine in the morning. Now, I was about to say, <laughs> oh <laughs> till my nine every god! Morning. So I'm like I said, I'm still in recovery because I'm old. I don't stay up that late no more. But it was cute because it was like nostalgic. It kind of yes. took me back to my party days. Yes, um, party days. And we have fun. Honestly, the club yes. was so fun. It was fun oh, yes, bumping club. into y'all and meeting y'all. I took we took a bunch. Your pictures, yeah, everyone was so fun. My favorite part of opera was the people actually dancing. Yeah, see, and that's what I'm telling you. It wasn't a New York club where people just kind of look around and didn't get it. Everybody had it going. When I tell you, we were sweating. I was dripping. Atlanta clubs and them Atlanta DJs. There's just nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Yo, we were dripping. I'm talking about dripping sweat because we were dancing the whole time. Look, always running back. Got all the way upstairs to the VIP and said, "This is my song too." Every time, and then hustling right back down the damn stairs. So That's why fun. y'all couldn't find me. At one point, I was outside and I kept running back into the club from outside and running back outside to like finish conversations and shit. Oh, I was like, "Where is this dude?" <laughs> yeah, I was outside. Everybody was catching me outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> but it was amazing. What about I take that back. I hate that. It? I hate that little girl. I take that back. <laughs> no, I don't want to promote her music promote on her either. Show. I hate that. That bitch took me out on so the remix well. when she said bye, when she was talking about Iggy and she was like, "Bye, bitch." <laughs> well, it was funny to me that she spelled bitch B-I-C-H. And you know, she's not the swiftest, you know. <laughs> because of the way she's the person it. behind the wheels is still so like B-H-A-D, I yeah. So the fact that it's all like, hi bitch, that that made me that made me almost like it. But then I'm like, I can't support this. That's just like dreamed out. Like like talk to me nice sounds so good over loudspeakers in the club. But I just saw I knew she used to be on when, Bad Girls when Club. When Tabitha was on Bad know. Girls Club, because Tabitha is her name, and that's what she went by on Bad Girls Club. She was taking this little skinny-ass, frail-ass girl out the paint, like beating her ass, up, ganging up on her. And it was not cute. It was not cool. It was well, so, more though. specifically, the thing that like actually shifted my view and made me just say, ah, 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 ah. 
was the fact that she literally took her foot and kicked this girl. The girl was, like, not fighting them back, not doing nothing. She was walking down the hallway, and she literally took her foot and kicked the girl in her back. Cool. And so, like, and she got thrown out the house for that. So, you know, for people, for the bad girls club to feel like you were morally you wrong, <laughs> like, you got, that means you really went low. And like, then gave a fake-ass cry at the reunion. She was like, I had to think about, you know, if that was my sister, and I didn't like that. I wasn't proud. I was like, shut up, girl. You was just mad because you got out the house. Was that show still come on? No, the network has completely refocused. Yeah, they changed. We shifted their focus. They it's need more to sell. about, like, um, crime. It's all about crime, like, true crime mysteries and shit like for the women. the ID channel? Kind of, but like from a women's woman's perspective, so it's dope. Yeah, okay. They need to sell Bad Girls Club to VH1 and just rebrand the shit. Oh, they'd be home. They're all these bitches. That... I say Showtime. <laughs> Talk about we can really get it popping up in here. I was just gonna say okay. because you know on VH1 there are all these like women that still just want to come back around. Even how they reused. I'm sorry, friend. You probably don't know any of these people I'm about to talk about. Just Britney that was on that show. Yes. Uh, signed. Yes. With Rick Ross and them. Now her ass is gonna be on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta this From season. Bad Girls Club. Well, no, she was on Signed, the VH1 show with Rick Ross. Oh, I thought you were saying she was on Bad Girls. So Club what I'm saying is I wish they would have brought Bad Girls Club to VH1. So all these people that want to pop up on these different shows, the some of them. Season going house. I remember Bad Girls Club was with Tanisha. That's the only season too. Remember, that's the only yeah. season I remember. That's really one... that was the defining season yeah. for Bad Girls Club. After that, like, it was seriously like what? shout out to her. She just had a little boy too. No, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, shout, shout out to her, you. and she looks Tanisha. great these days. Have you seen her lately? I haven't. She looks um when I say amazing, amazing, and she's continued to work. Oh yeah, she had a I show she called had a Crazy Talk. Her own show. Yeah, yeah. she's had a man. yeah, and then she had a a show on I think it was NBC um called Crazy Talk with this other guy, this I comedian where they talk. got they watched internet clips oh, and like gave commentary. So it was cool, uh, but she worked anyway. Anyway, let's yeah. get into your weekend though, Dustin. I had a very busy, great weekend. Unfortunately, I had to leave you guys because I had business. I know. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I went out there and I was also able to see a bunch of my good friends. Shout out to Tempted to Touch. It's Tempted a great, great weekend in Las Vegas. Um, so I was definitely there for that. Shout out to everybody that showed love for the friend zone. It's definitely appreciated. And I passed Aww. on all your well wishes and love to my wonderful co-hosts. Um, and so it was great. You know, Vegas is Vegas. It's amazing and it's very hard to fight the urge of, you know, putting on something, you know, a little tight and walking around the strip with your hand in your pocket and making a magical night. <laughs> you know, it's hard to, you know, have focus in Vegas sometimes, but I did it. And, you know, I'm very grateful. And Las Vegas being out there was wonderful. It was actually cold. Um, oh yeah, um, believe it or not, it was cold, but it was so funny because people, <laughs> you could still tell people like, well, I don't go fucking for this cold. I was going to Vegas, so these, this is the shit I bought for the trip. You would <laughs> see people, like, you know how. That short look. Like walking around the hotel in like a pool cover up. Mind you, it's 62 <laughs> degrees outside. Like, ain't nobody going to the pool, but you walking around a pool cover up and slides. Because you know, that was your vacation stuff, browsing at the little store that you I'm know you don't want to buy look. nothing from. You on vacation. And so it was heartwarming to see those things. You are funny. I had a great weekend though with great people. Mm-hmm. Um and so it was just it was fantastic to see everybody. Shout out speaking of Bad Girls Club, shout out to Diamond, my girl. Oh Diamond. I saw Diamond. Um I love her so much. Um it was just great. It's been so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
It was great. So it was a good weekend. <laughs> Yay. Y'all ready to jump into this week's show? In, out, and what a recap. side to side. Well, no. Actually, before we do that, a couple of announcements. For sure. The bum, friend bum, zone. Bum, Don't bum, forget bum, that we are on tour. We're going to see Atlanta very soon. What is March that? First. Two weeks two away, weeks. which is insane. ATL, thank you guys. You guys sold out pretty early. Chicago. LA, we still have tickets available. TheFriendZoneLive.com. Yes. Make sure to cop that. I also wanted to thank you guys for all the love with the Arcacia campaign. You guys, yes. you guys almost broke the site. They yeah. emailed me like, okay, well, <laughs> like, <laughs> thank hey girl, you. It's a little bit of a mess around here. Right. That's your fault, so thanks. Girl. Oh man, I just appreciate y'all so much. So I had to take the time out to thank you guys because you guys really hold me down. Like. I'm thankful that I collaborate with great brands, so it's you guys get good things out of mm. it. But I'm also great at the fact that you guys support it so hard because you nearly broke the site, and they were very happy about that. The site has been up for about a year, and they said that this was the most traffic they've seen, period, since hmm. they've had the site. So wow. if you haven't checked that out, you can go to any of my socials, really, whether it's heyforhate.com or my Facebook but mainly my Instagram because that's where everyone was commenting. Um, that's hey, hey friend, hey on Instagram. I'm the same everywhere. And if you want to sign up, that's noteworthy.racacia.com forward slash welcome. That's the sign up so that you can be sent an Racacia kit for free. Um, one of you will be chosen to be sent an Arcacia kit for free. And that same winner will also receive a FaceTime from me where I can talk to you about how to use the oils and how to integrate them into your day-to-day. So thank you guys for that love, support. Make sure you sign up if you haven't already because I'll be picking a winner this week. I ain't about oh, yeah. to sign up. <laughs> and the last announcement <laughs> is that my website for my tour will be dropping. You guys listening to this on Wednesday and the tour site will be dropping on Friday. Woo! Yes! Yes! yes. <laughs> and because it's the friend zone and I love y'all, I'll give you guys a sneak peek that Denver, make sure you get your coins ready because you're the first city. Ooh! <laughs> Denver, you're, you're coming right up now. very soon. Yeah, next month. So We gotta get our costumes together. <laughs> we did well, damn it. <laughs> you heard it here well, first. Well, 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 well. <laughs> And Denver, don't let me down because we purposely picked the cities this time that people complain that no one ever comes to because they're not enough black people. You guys always hit us up saying that. So we made it a point for the tour this year to hit the cities that are often overlooked in tour markets. So don't make me <laughs> stand right outside the, the tour site like, damn, <laughs> where the black folk at? Little, do you know they all going to be there like... A black person for us. <laughs> but Denver, and so thank you to Chris Did It for this beautiful, the site is so beautiful. Shout out to Chris I cannot Did wait it, man. for She's, doing it again. That's my partner, okay. man. So I cannot wait Chris for y'all to does see. It. She does it. Okay. She does it every time. So I'm excited for you guys to see this beautiful ass site. So Friday it will be up. Please check that out. Oh, and I can actually say the name of the tour now because we got the domain. Boom. <laughs> yeah. It's Give it called to the, the Activation Tour. Oh, Isn't that beautiful? I like that. So you're going to come and get activated. Everything mm. that you've ever wanted, everything you wanted to be, that you already are, we're going to remind you how to activate it. Mm. And that's the, what activation the, tour. the Activation Tour. The Activation Tour. More than charcoal. <laughs> 
You know, that's so the hot wait, thing now. Right? I can't wait to see you guys there. Yes. Denver, your first up. And that's it. Now let's get into this week's <laughs> recaps for last week's episode. Who kneecaps? Okay, just real quick, right before we do it. The reason I started mm-hmm. laughing after I said the activated thing mm-hmm. is I was on Instagram, and it was one of those uh, blog videos saying about, this mask will change your life. And I just wanted to go comment and be like, Lay, we already knew this. You don't even need to post Y'all this. Y'all keep hey, doing friend, that. Hey. Anytime <laughs> there's an a- activated charcoal post, people tag like, Fran had a video about this five years ago. Okay. <laughs> Y'all the, the, the healing clay in their hair. Like, no, we seen this. Fran did that. I'm the OG. Trying to oil pull like it's new. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> Kylie with her coconut oil pulling things. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so last week we had an episode titled Social Compliance mm-hmm. based on a conversation we created based on Netflix's show, or rather a uh, docu mm-hmm. show. It's not a docu show. What is it? How would you explain what that series is? It was a experiment. social experiment. There we go. Yeah. Video, social yeah. experiment via Netflix titled The Push by Darren Brown. Mm-hmm. Still scared. <laughs> As well as a movie called Compliance on Hulu. Mm-hmm. A lot of you were text. You hear me texting. Y'all were not texting me. A lot of you were tweeting me like, friend, what do you have us watching? Yes. This is insane. I'm shook. Imagine if they would all went out and watched Black Mirror that week. Oh, my and God. Too much. Too much. Like, too much. Man. <laughs> it would have been the end of the show. And speaking of, you see what's going on with Facebook now based on uh, the data usage, like the why, my brain is not working today, y'all. I'm sorry. No, I keep that's... having brain farts. The information, like the emotional contagion episode that we did, they're mm-hmm. using information to <laughs> my brain to uh, manipulate people's emotions with the ads. Now it's coming out that they were in collusion way bigger than we anticipated. Oh, no. It's like 50 million users or something. Oh, wow. Insane. There was a whistleblower. So now they're starting to connect the dots between Russia and Trump, and they may be called in to testify. Goddamn so Facebook. It's getting, and they're basically, I was watching a, a study about a, a news reel about it where they were saying that it's almost as if surveillance is under the guise of social media now. When in reality, that's what the intention is. It's all based on surveillance. So it's getting crazy. And we had that emotional contagion episode a couple weeks back, mm-hmm. kind of giving people the heads up. So the fact that this is coming out now, people were like, friends don't been saying it. Woo, a lot going on right now. Look, I can't get kidnapped. I don't want nobody tying me up in no conspiracies. Like, damn, they know the truth about everything. What's up? Right. Like, we ain't doing this on purpose, man. <laughs> I promise. We got a crystal ball. I stared at my phone for about 10 minutes yesterday because I was... One around one of my friends that drinks Buchanan's. Um What's it's that? a it's like a liquor, like a scotch. Mm-hmm. Um and I've only I'm never I'm put it like this way. I'm not around this person every day or whatever. So like this was I'm only talking about Buchanan's when I see this person and I started seeing Buchanan's ads on my Instagram. Cut it out. I swear to God on everything I love. And you know Ugh. that I literally sat there and I just looked at my phone and I felt like my phone was looking back at me. <laughs> we right. Just staring at each other for like Your phone a minute. Like, like, what's next? Because <laughs> I've always felt like I could trust my phone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not so much. I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at it now, like I shouldn't even charge your ass. <laughs> you gonna wake up? It's gonna be on the charger, right? Like, I had to call my me. ass over here at the charger. I'm definitely gonna get your ass ass today, nigga. Listen, we've been working hard to bring y'all official content just to put y'all on and give you a heads up on what's going on around the world. But with that being said, 
What? A, let's do the recap of what you guys had to say about the social compliance episode. Asante, who stood out to you? I want to give a shout out to, uh, forgive me, for <laughs> Mitz Rayam. Social compliance episode response. As someone who was never comfortable with saying no, I always found myself doing something I didn't want to or going the extra mile for someone just because I was afraid of how they would look at me if I said no. Now that I'm close to 24, I'm beginning to outgrow that. I was in my first relationship with a guy who was nice, but sexually was pushy and persistent, and I had to learn to say no to him when I didn't feel comfortable. At my job, there's a new supervisor who was a lot pushier than the previous ones. She tries to throw her authority around a lot, and I've started putting my foot down and saying no when I've had to otherwise, <clears throat> excuse me, when I've had to otherwise, she would have me pulling ridiculous double shifts that I don't want to do. These situations have helped me to be more comfortable with saying no in other aspects of my life. It's still a process because I still do get that guilty feeling when I say no, so I feel compelled to say yes next time, but I'm not that 100% yes girl anymore. I, Baby steps. That resonated with me so much because I remember being at work and watching people just say yes to do something to please the manager. But in my mind, I'm like, what you're saying yes to doesn't make sense. And it's actually going to make my job. Because I worked in a restaurant, so it's team. You're actually about to make my job harder. So now I have to like interject and like suggest something like appropriate or something. And when the manager would be like, no, I would be like, no. <laughs> I would be like, no back because... You're just managing. You're not even going to actually help. So I'm actually going to pull a rank and do something that's going to be helpful and help the team. And I had to learn to show people. They all started being rebellious. And so it kind of posed a problem for the management team. But at the same time, they didn't realize their restaurant was running a lot smoother than they had ever even experienced. Right. And so for me, that's when I started to feel like I really don't belong here because I'm doing all the right shit. I have other people doing the right shit. But the people with power are still doing all the bullshit. How does this work? So I left. Fuck social compliance. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, friend? What did you find? I'm actually going to dip into the Twitter streets. Hey, come on over. What kind of car you got? You've been in the streets a lot. I have, right? (laughs) Uh, SoundCloud, I love you. Pull up to my bumper, baby. (laughs) Mr. Hyde on Twitter said, So friends on pod, the prison experiment and the Milgram study are actually what made me study social psychology. My thought and eternal question are, what is the interaction between racism and bigotry of all shapes and compliance and perceived authority? And that's such a huge one because it kind of ties into what I was saying I experience a lot in business settings where I'm viewed as the angry black girl if I don't portray myself in a way where I'm perceived softer and kinder and gentler and more compliant Mm -hmm. because we already have that stigma attached to us as women. Um, So when I do say sternly that I don't agree with something or I don't want to do something or I'd rather do it this way there is always that little ping in the back of my head that's like "Mm, you know you're being perceived right now okay but Mm. that's their problem and not mine okay and that's what I had to learn very quickly so and someone else actually brought up a great question a great point on Twitter where they said you end up losing out on a lot of money sometimes though when you're non-compliant And that's what can kind of fuck with your ability to say no, even when you know you're in the right. Right. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you, you know, it kind of messes with your measure or moral values when you're like, okay, but I have to get this check because I have bills. You know, so they were saying that that's also an important factor to, to kind of tie into all of it. Can you afford to not be compliant? Right. 
Another good point. What about you, Dustin? What'd you see in the Twitter streets? Couple things, couple things, couple things, couple things. So first of all, I want to give a shout out to the Beyonce Legion, which is a great Twitter account yes. to follow if you love Beyonce. They have so many, they always have like gems and information that, you know, you might not know otherwise. <laughs> so they posted a tweet that says the On The Run Tour 2 Po- uh, the On The Run 2 tour poster. <laughs> Let me get around that and back on the other side of it. So the On The Run 2 tour poster references Tukey Buki, which I hope I'm saying right, and I'm willing to bet <laughs> most of the money on the fact that I am. Tukey Buki, a 1973 Senegalese film about two lovers who steal money and clothing, then book passage to Paris to start new lives. It's considered an African cinema classic, and it shows the actual poster... From Tuki Buki. Oh, shoot. And the On the Run tour. Oh, yeah. Oh, tour cool poster, that? right? So, the, you know, the more you know with that star going across. So I want to cool. watch yeah. the movie. Okay. Right. <laughs> the more you know. Okay. Um, I oh, also. Wow. That was awesome. Super dope. I want to give a shout out to at the realist one. It's the realist with an A underscore one who tweeted Dustin, Fran, Asante, and Friends on Pod. Shout out to the Friend Zone for being highlighted on the New York Times Culture Podcast, Man. Still Processing, with Jenny Deluxe and Wesley Morris. Great topics and two of my favorite podcasts, Black Yay. Excellence. So shout out to them. Shout yes. out to Jenny. That was super cool. Super, super oh, cool. I was blushing when I heard it. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Denver, who is a friend of mine and also is on B. Scott's team. He runs things over at lovebscott.com. Great person. Great site. But Denver tweeted his uh, Twitter account is underscore just Denver. And he tweeted a picture that's recently surfaced of the escape triplets, which is Tiny (laughs) and the sisters. And he tweeted a photo of them where they were wearing these glasses that were kind of like masks that were covering most of their face. And he quoted the tweet of the picture with a recent quote of Candy uh, when she was giving an interview. And they were asking her why she was pursuing um, her Broadway stuff instead of recording the music with the girls. And and the quote from Candy reads, Now, comma, we're just four different women with four totally different creative ideas. I don't feel like we see eye to eye creatively. And now... And so, you know, you see things that happen that just come on and, you know, make you feel like, okay, well, I might get it a little bit then. The last shout-out I want to give goes to actually the fader. So on the fader's tweet, uh, excuse me, on the fader's Twitter account, they tweeted a link to a recent article they published that was titled, A Brooklyn Museum is Devoting an Exhibit to Tiffany New York Pollard, specifically her David's Dead moment from Big Brother. Now, if you're a Tiffany New York Pollard fan, you know that she recently did a stint on uh, Big Brother UK where she was in the house. And uh, when David Bowie died, she thought that they meant David Guest had passed away, yes. who was actually a housemate at the same time. Oh yeah, because David so, Bowie's ex-wife. Oh, right. Yep. That. And so she had a complete <laughs> meltdown for about seven <laughs> minutes. So Great clip. So Tiffany New York Pollard is going to be the subject of a new exhibit at THNK 1994, which is a Brooklyn museum here. Um, oh, I and have to they see are that. they are, are a Brooklyn museum who is best known for their Tanya Harding versus Nancy Kerrigan exhibit, <laughs> but they now have the, the exhibit which opens on May 18th, and it's titled "David's Dead: A Celebration of Tiffany Pollard." Oh my God! Mm-hmm. What a title. The statement from the the statement from the museum <laughs> reads: Well, this will be 
a celebration of her entire oeuvre. We will focus on <laughs> we will focus on her masterpiece, David's Dead, which we believe is the pinnacle of reality television. Roughly seven minutes of pure unbridled chaos in the celebrity UK Big Brother house, wherein David Bowie's widow got the news of his death and has to tell someone. So she tells Tiffany Pollard, who thinks she's talking about David Guest, who was also a guest in the house and had been sick in bed. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this exhibition. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> shout out to Tiffany Pollard for being immortalized yes. in the arts. Yes. And I think that this is just wonderful. And it just is a pat on my back because, you know, a lot of times or whatever like that, it'd be real easy for people to kind of like say reality TV is trash or, right. you know, we could be doing something Still else with our time then watching it and liking it or breaking it down to the ground in commentary. This proves... That it is something substantive, legitimate, and worthy of the dissecting that we give it from a technical perspective. So, translation, the fact that this exhibit is coming, you can't tell me shit. I'm going to watch everything. Mona, Mona, Mona. It absolutely did. I feel like the editing, when they used to do Flavor Flav and all that, Mm -hmm. even making the band, when they used to do the Mm -hmm. editing and and it would be the sound effects Mm -hmm. on the show, it was like those were moments. And it might have been shit you might have been laughing at, but they were definitely, because when Gloria would be like, hey, and boom. Or when somebody would have an uh, attitude and they would show them like, boom. I was like, they The dramatic effects, yeah. Because yeah. it actually is about to be a moment. On Love and Hip Hop, or like on Housewives, luckily they don't need the sound effects because the way that their drama carries, but then sometimes... The they way, have them there too, though. Yes, but just not the way that it used to be in the 90s. It was just so, so like, um, mm. But I'm still so happy to see Tiffany Pollard out here doing big things. I can't wait to better go. Better things, and I will be in attendance. I can't wait. But yeah, that's why that's my things from the Twitter streets this week, you guys. If y'all want to move on, we can move on. <laughs> so on this week's episode, it's a wild card episode. Wow, wow, wild card. <laughs> but this week, there's a plot twist. Asante is going to take it over. Mm. So we're going in cold, like Dustin likes to say, meaning that we have no idea what's about to go down. Well, not with you. All I get is wild cards. <laughs> so let us know what's going on today on your episode, Asante. Well, before we get started, I would also like to say that tickets for If I Were a Rapper at If I Were a Rapper.com are still available for the late night show. Not a lot. And as I said, I will be wasted for the second show. Um, There will be choreography. More than anything, I just want people to know that it's going to be a really, really fun night. And it's going to be a night of random shit that I feel like it needed to be all things Asante. So it had to be random. It couldn't just be one thing. So it's going to be a little funny. It's going to be a little fun. And for something fun and funny to do today relating to the show, If I Were a Rapper, I decided to play some games from the show with you guys here. Um, it's not going to be a cheat sheet, so luckily it's not going to be anything too hard either. So, I know, friend, you over there nervous, you're like, oh, oh shit. No. I picked the easiest of games to do, the easiest of things to do. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, a true or false game that you have to play. So all you have to do is, like, stuff like that. I'm not going to make you freestyle or nothing crazy. Oh, good. <laughs> I know you don't like to sing you know, first, I friend. You like doing improv. Well, improv is easy. So for the first exercise... In the words of Greg's Leaks... Let's do it. <laughs> See, I got Dustin game. Friend, Dustin's I know you game. Friend, I know you on board. I'm going to play the game with y'all. Come on, man. Let's let's do it. <laughs> Greg Leeds, everybody. Let's do it. Come on, man. Are you, Listen. Let's do it, man. Are you, you like... going to play in the voice of Greg Leeds? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to so, do it, man. All right. Well, Listen. ladies and gentlemen, we have Greg Leeks in the building. 
Let's for do this it. episode it's good of to be if I were a rapper, listen, Greg Leaks. <laughs> let's do it. Come on, man. <laughs> Greg Leaks is going head to head today with Fran. <laughs> oh my God! All right, so these pads. What a, what a Tuesday! These pads were here by chance. I did not plan them. Fran, would you like one? Or would you He's like talking to about like notepads, scratch pads, you guys. <laughs> y- yes, yes. Let's be clear. I'm yes. gonna have to write something down. Yes. Okay. Yeah. For this first game, I would like. <laughs> let's do it. Okay, so... Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm not going to make your life hard, friend. I promise you. It's going to be... Fun. And you know what, friend? Mm-hmm. This is a time where I get to make you feel uncomfortable as well. All right. But beneficially and nutritionally uncomfortable. Because <laughs> that's what you do every week for me. I'd be like, this is uncomfortable, but it's the work, so I'm going to do it. So I would like for you to look at this today as the same, friend. Okay. Well, just for this first game. The first game is, like, not even the hardest, but the first game I wanted... For it to be something easy for people to know that it's not going to be nothing intricate, right? Because mm-hmm. we freestyle on the show every week, and that used to be like this big thing. And people were like, damn, how do y'all do that? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's not that hard. So I figured I would just do something super simple, and it's called Rhyme Time. Oh, gosh. So Rhyme Time, the premise of the game is I give you a word. Or, yeah, you can give each other a word, Okay. actually. So, friend, you're the lady. Uh, give me a word. Uh, color. Color? Ooh. You ain't shit for that. Why? <laughs> Should I be writing this down? No. Here we go with this compliance shit. See? <laughs> no. You wrote it down. We're about to write it down. See? That. I didn't even I'm tell you. I've been, <laughs> been, been, been policing myself, friend. I'm telling you. I ain't even tell you. Ain't going to give me, damn it. It's a little bow thing. Yeah, I saw. Okay, Dustin, give me a word. Um, does it matter what it's about? Nope. Should it be related to anything? Nope. In, anywhere. Um, First word that comes to mind. Okay. Uh, areola. <laughs> if I have to find a song that has areola in I it. I was about to make y'all use each other's words, but y'all made this too hard for each other. <laughs> okay, so should I pick another word? <laughs> uh, no, let's do it. We well, can I'm thinking, it out. Are you, are you, are you gay? <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, let's let's do it. Okay. Areolas. <laughs> so, Fran, mm-hmm. write down three words that rhyme with areolas. <laughs> what? That's, yeah, that's I'm why sorry, I said y'all Fran. made it hard for each other. Okay, okay, hold on. And Dustin, write down three words that rhyme with color. This pen don't even work. Oh, See, yeah, the pen is rebelling. <laughs> the pen is not going to comply. Three words that rhyme with areola. Areola. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay, I'm good. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'm yeah, good. we doing this, baby. Okay, <sighs> color and areola. So we gotta figure out what color the areola is. <laughs> no, I'm not putting the two words together. Oh. Um, do you feel? I still need one more. <laughs> <laughs> do you think off the three words you wrote down, you could create a rhyme? Yeah. Do you think out of the two words you wrote down, you could create a rhyme? Create a rhyme. Yeah. What's happening right now? Just a bar, just a couple bars. Not even like a um, whole ass verse. Well, I hook. still need one more word, but yes, I could. Out of the two words you have, you could. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just tell me what they are. What the words are? Or, yeah, just tell me what your words are. <laughs> Tommy Matola <laughs> and Payola. <laughs> you know what? The funny part is, I don't even think I need to make you rap. That. <laughs> technically, that's three words. I mean, yeah. Oh, it is. Well, it don't all right. Yeah, Look, we're making it look good. She did it. Yeah. I'm compliant. She did it. Shit. Okay. So, friends, I want you to write down just two sentences to end with the words. And that's going to be your rap. <laughs> and Dustin, I want you to do the same. And that's going to be your rap. Oh, shit. 
What's our, <laughs> what's our rap names? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I should have made y'all do rap names before the... Okay. Tyron Matola and Payola. Friend, what's your rap name going to be? Should I, should I end Lavender. Oh, okay. Can I, can you be, uh, Lavenda? Lil Lav? Lil or, Lav. Or Young Lav? Mm, why can't I just be Lavender? Or Young Vendor? <laughs> but it's like, because you're the vendor for the Lavender. No, you, I want to be Lavender. Right. Lavender. I, well, I could pick a name too. Yeah, what's your rap name going to be? <sighs> Lil Water. Lil Water. Because I'm looking at these water bottles. Lavender Lil water. and Lil Water. Yeah. We're so earthy, Dustin. Low water, okay? <laughs> well, I am not going to be earthy. Just the first random ass thing that came to my mind. I am your host today, Tazerati. Because <laughs> I pulled up in a Maserati. No, I did not. <laughs> Imagine if I would have pulled up in a Maserati, friend. Pulled up on you and Pratt. <laughs> it's not on Pratt. <laughs> um, hold on, I'm still All right. my verse. All right, so we have Lavender here, really into her bars. And uh, it looks like Lil Water has finished writing his his raps. Uh, Lil Water, what can we get? What what kind of bars do we have from you, Lil Water? Okay, uh, my word was color, so I like this color. I like my, oh, okay, so my word was color. Uh-huh. My three letters, my three words were brother, other, and lover. Okay. I like this color. I like my brother. The fuck with the other credit cards over lovers. Ooh. That's it. Wait, wait, wait. Do it again? <laughs> I was too busy writing. Okay, so my word was color. The three words that I picked to rhyme were brother, other, and lover. So I like this color. I like my brother. The fuck with the other credit cards over lovers. Mm. So that's it. <laughs> See? See? <laughs> Fran, I know yours is going to be funny as hell. I'm not done yet. <laughs> Okay, so Dustin, give me a word for areola. Oh, no, yeah, you just just a word. One. Okay, um, blizzard. Asante got a red pen because he's the teacher. It's actually a pink pen. I got this out of. He's the... a progressive teacher because it's a pink <laughs> pen. He checks his papers right. with pink pens, not That's red. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, did you finish? I got my first line. Giving okay. birth to all your records like I'm Tommy Mateo. Oh, bars! Bars! Lavender. Or maybe giving birth to your style like I'm Tommy Mottola. Giving Ooh. birth to these bitches like I'm Tommy Mottola. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Okay, okay. Shit, giving birth to these bitches like I'm Tommy Mottola. <laughs> See, yes. Y'all cooking with gas on today. Wait, we got to throw in payola. Um, giving birth to these bitches like, like I'm Tommy Matola. Got a voice, no problem, because I fuck with payola. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Mm-hmm. I got... Go ahead. Tommy no, I just I stopped the right mind. I stopped listening to you. So, come on. We got this, friend. It's a team. It's my sister. <laughs> give a birth to these bitches like, like I'm Tommy, Tommy Matola. They give a fuck about your voice, because I rock with payola. <laughs> What's the next one you want to Oh, I got my records, uh, records on the radio. Wait. Got my shit on, on the radio. radio. Shout out to Payola. <laughs> yeah. The sad things are terrible. <laughs> Why we shouting out Payola? It's gangster rap. That's, that's what that is. gangster rap. All right, that's mine. Go ahead, Asante. You got your words. I got my words only. So uh, Dustin gave me Blizzard. So I decided to run with, with Fisher. And then with what? Fisher. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. And then Kisser. I just knew you was gonna say scissor. Or I just scissor. knew you was gonna. Like, I was actually gonna say scissor. That's what the first thing I thought about, and then I was like, no, because I thought about something this weekend. 
Open your heart up. <laughs> when I tell you, I had the time of my life this weekend in Atlanta. He's got a flashback? Yes. <laughs> Sidebar, I jammed to Flashback by Kelly Rowland the other day. That was really the jam back in the day. You remember Flashback? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then remember Still in Love with My Ex, the Young Texas remix? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all my friends that sing, I'll be singing around y'all because it's so funny to see y'all laugh at me. Actually, like, because, come on, we know I can't sing. But when I actually, like, try to make, oh, well, in this case, (laughs) I'm the first. (laughs) In fact, there is, in fact, people that cannot sing. I'm the first one because I'm terrible. But it just be so funny because I actually try to, like, manipulate my voice. So all you, Drew, what I tell you, y'all be having me dying Thank laughing you. at me. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> you ready, fun. Sante? All right. So I'm not even really writing as chicken scratch. So I put, pull up ice cold in a storm, it's a blizzard, pulling the ice, looking for your man. I'm a fisher. <laughs> Tucking on your man in the club. He's my mister. You don't got shit to say because I'm his favorite kisser. Wow, okay. Dang, this is good. I was gonna say such a little Yachty verse. I was gonna say such a good kisser in reference Usher, but I thought that would have been too like you know. (laughs) I don't know, nobody kissed uh so come on. What's the next part of the game? (laughs) I'm trying to do better. Like I you know, everything don't have to be a joke and shit. Like I'm trying to take things serious. Okay. I don't know if you are. No, I'm just playing. Uh so for the second game. Uh, this one is back and forth, and this one is one of those games where I'm going to use people to try to get other people out the game somehow. <clears throat> okay. Some way. So this is a game where you have to name as many as something, but we actually go around in a circle, and we have to keep going until somebody messes up. And usually that person's out the game, and then it will just go on to two until one oh, is out great. the game. great. The day that my brain is, like, exhausted. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. I got so we should lag. do we should do something <laughs> super easy first, and it should just be something like... Easy, super easy. Artist we love, artist you love. So, okay. so this way you can name anybody just to get it going. So, just the moment right. that you pause is the moment that the you know you out the game. So we're gonna start and we're gonna go clockwise. So wait, hold on. Right. I feel like I missed the rule. We're just saying you said artists that would knock someone else out of the game. No, all you're saying is artists that you love. And so after I say artists, so I'll say like Beyonce, mm-hmm. and then you'll say. Whatever Mariah. she wants to and say. And then you'll say... Mary J. Blige. And then I'll say Chili. And then you'll say... Like, we'll just keep going until somebody don't got nothing to say oh, at that point. Okay. But I, I started with a super easy one just to get it warmed up. Okay. So that way we could just start naming artists and you could just think about stuff like that. So, round one. Here we go. Okay. Fran, would you like to start it off or do you want me to start it off? I'll start it. Okay, go ahead. Sade. Trina. Nicki Minaj. Beyonce. Lil Yachty. <laughs> Drake. Janae. Riley Burris. Big Sean. <laughs> Lil Yachty. <laughs> um, Did you miss Riley Burris? <laughs> you laughing at me? took me down. Like, that's not an artist. Yeah, she got you. Oh, oh, she she on my title. Look, she got a single. <laughs> she on my title. <laughs> Riley misses personality Burris. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Let's go. Come on, Sante. Where is it my turn? No, it was, it was friends. Friends, friends. Oh, um, Lil Pump. Lil Pump, okay. Um, Stefan Don. <laughs> Lil Skies. Dream Doll. 
<laughs> Spice. Mariah Lynn. <laughs> Since y'all want to play games. Cardi B. <laughs> oh. Ooh, Erica yes. Mena. <laughs> What's Erica Mena's song? Um, She got a single. <laughs> what? Did she do she that song? Remember Erica Olivia did? No, the, the one that Olivia took, so she didn't cut it. No, here. she didn't cut it, so didn't No, cut. she did, because wasn't she in the bathtub in the video? <laughs> yes, she got songs, yes. <laughs> Where she, I'm with you, Dustin. Thank Erica you. Erica Mena. Erica Mena. I think she even got honored by ASCAP or something like that. <laughs> she was in the Spotify G. She ain't even get kneecap, okay? Uh, uh, she didn't uh, even get ass clap. Uh, <laughs> she didn't get nothing. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you knew this was going to happen well, in this game. You know what? <laughs> Technically, Do you were supposed to be out last Friday. <laughs> Me? Why? All right, listen. <laughs> yeah. We can back this up with Apple Music <laughs> and or Tidal in some parts of Canada. <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're right about that. Go ahead. Okay. So, th- that round is over. <laughs> <laughs> We we did as many better late than never because <laughs> that was just gonna go too far and it was continued. All right, so mm-hmm. for a more challenging version, Ooh. let's do oh, no um songs by people song, we hate songs by Miguel. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Okay. Because that way there has oh, to I be. I have the worst memory. Are the well, trees? Well, Fred, you get to start. Oh, great. Well, you get to start. That should be easy. Okay. Um, okay. S- simple things. Ooh. What's the, where's the fun in forever? Uh, Caramelo Duro. Caramelo Duro. Caramelo Duro. I told you I love that song. I'll be jamming in my room trying to keep up. Vixen. Ooh. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Girl with the tattoo interlude. Hero. That's Mariah Carey. No, he has a song called Hero. That was Hero. Rihanna singing that Mariah Carey song. That Hero. wasn't Miguel. They just, that was Mariah singing no, that. No, Miguel, Miguel got it. There's two different versions of it. I love the song so damn much. I know it. Okay. Um. Oh, my God. Oh Ooh, my God. friends. Mischief. Ooh. Use me. Strawberry Amazing. Okay, y'all won't be too fast. <laughs> That's I the point of the game. That's the point of the game. Friend, you damn, to I'm out. You to pain, friend. Adorn. Oh no, we it's a new round now. No, oh, why we can't battle? Ping pong. It's supposed to be a battle. Well, no, because the round is supposed to change at the end of every time it goes okay. out. But if you want to keep going, I can't. Just, no, I no, I no. I'm about to say I only got like two more songs in me because I'm a, a huge Miguel fan, man. I love his music. Give it up for Greg Lee, ladies and gentlemen. Man, I Greg, love Miguel's Greg music, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Listen, Greg, I, play, I love Miguel's music. Now, Greg, I know this isn't the right segment, but um, tell yeah. us how you felt about Kim Zosiak on Watch What Happens Live. Listen, man, my wife. Says she's racist? She's racist. Mm. Listen, man. That Kim Zosiak, man, that's women's business, man. Listen, man. Do you know she was on our flight? (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yes. That's so Kia called. We was leaving each other and about to go to our gate. And Kia called and she said, Kim and Corey are behind you. And me and Chris, I looked at Crystal. She said, Kim and Corey are behind us. And I said, all right, girl, Will, we about to run. We don't want them to catch us, uh, catch up to us, try to get away from them, all right? And then we get on the plane, and they sitting right up there in the front being wow. themselves. All right, well, back to the game. Do we want to do another round of this? Do you get the point of the game? Mm-hmm. I just feel like I just wanted to preview some of the fun things that are going to be happening. Because you see how fun this is just with us? Is so cute. let's do one more. Okay. I don't have a good memory for this. Go ahead. Uh, let's just do rappers. What about them? 
Did we Just already names? Yeah, because we did artists, but we didn't do like um, genre specific. Yeah. Okay. So rappers. Dustin, you start. Okay. Um, let Maya Angelou. Because <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. Maya Angelou was the first female rapper. I said it before. I'll say it again. Imagine Still I Rise over a Timberland beat. That would be amazing. Like, Maya Angelou's a rapper. Published, lyricist, bars. I mean, I could say somebody else if you want me to say somebody else, but I really, that was my first choice. Okay, you want me to say so, somebody else? Me ask. So, Lauren Hill. Okay. Um, okay, Lauren Hill, since you did say somebody else then. Okay. Raekwon. Oh, wait. You at the game, friend. I'm sorry. You can't play no more. What you No, mean? I'm just playing. <laughs> I was like... I mean, technically, you were supposed to be out after that, but I'm just saying. Oh, okay. You still playing today. Okay. Um, You said Raekwon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Young Thug. Which way are we going? Well, well, you went, didn't you? Yeah. Did I go and then you went? Was supposed to you be just went out of time. Yeah. So you out the game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember. I missed it. Because who did I say first? My memories are two shots of right? Who did you say first? Yeah. Alora Kimes. <laughs> Heavenly's daughter. <laughs> who also, these are published recording artists. I don't know what you like. Is that it? Yes. <laughs> I can already see where participation is going and for this still, game. I rise. Still you're and rising. Still, are and you still, look and still. Are you and still Greg Maya Leaks? No, that was that was Maya Angelo. Maya listen. I'm not Maya now Angelo. Greg is talking listen. to Maya. Right. Can you imagine Greg Leaks and Maya Angelo, bless her heart, arguing? That would be hilarious. Wait, listen, what are you talking about? Now you know damn well what I'm talking about, Gregory. <laughs> oh my god! You know damn well what I'm talking. about. I feel Listen. like I'm on an episode of Gotta Be Real. <laughs> For real, he I is going. <laughs> and he was about to just go. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> he, he, he didn't brought my hey. back, and I'm just like, that would be a good one. All right, we're just gonna move on to the true or false game, Ooh. which is facts. Okay. So I'm gonna present you with some random ass shit. And see if you uh, believe them or you don't. I'm usually good at this kind of stuff. So I'm usually, my meter, usually I'm good at this. So, friend, we got this. Can we play as a team? (laughs) Against Asante. Well, no, I can just be the host and y'all can can both figure out whether you think these things are true or false. got this, then. All right, let me start with... Come on, Asante Trebek. I have some really random things here. Asante (laughs) Trebek. Trebek. Yes. (laughs) All right, Kanye West shares the same birthday as Tim Berners-Lee, creator of the World Wide Web. True. I'm going to go with true. It is. It's true. It's just too random to not be true. Okay. All right. One point. (laughs) Perfect. Drake wrote in his high school yearbook that he wanted to be a rapper. False. False. He wrote in his right. You both are right. He wrote in his high school yearbook that he wanted to. We be just a, had a high five, y'all. A break dancer slash singer. Oh, okay. Right. There's a joke there, but I am not going to tell it. Have you seen going. the new Migos video with Drake in there? Yeah, I love I it. I saw it's clips, great. but I didn't see that. It was great. It. For walk it, talk it, walk it, it like, like I talk it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, CeeLo Green sang background vocals on TLC's Waterfalls. True. True. It is true. I knew that because that documentary. Mm-hmm. So next time you listen to Waterfall. I heard him in it. Don't go, Chase. I heard him. Right. It just don't seem far-fetched when you think about it. I'm like, 
How can you not think? I wouldn't have known though if I didn't. What was that documentary with um, Dungeon? Dungeon uh, Oh yeah, with the Dungeon Family. I forget what it was called, but it was about them, and I didn't know that they worked on that project. Mm. (laughs) This better be good too, because you got that look on your face like you about to ask us something really fucked up, man. Come on. (laughs) Lil Wayne once went by the name Crab Daddy. False. (laughs) I'm gonna say. True. It is false. <laughs> Little Wayne went by the name Shrimp Daddy. Right. <laughs> you knew that? I knew it wasn't crab. I thought it was craw. I'm like, I ain't heard crab. I heard craw something daddy, daddy, but it wasn't craw Shrimp crab. Shrimp Daddy. I see why he changed it. <laughs> craw Daddy would have been good too, because they always had the crawfish out there. Craw Daddy is a cute name. <laughs> I remember that. My rap album. <laughs> Lavender when she dropped. Lavender. <laughs> Lavender. <laughs> when Vin dropped that album. All right. <clears throat> Last one I'm going to say is Jay-Z and Buster Rhymes went to school together and once battled with each other in their cafeteria. Who? Jay-Z, Jay-Z and, and Buster Rhymes. Mm, I'm going to say Flip true. Okay, well, I'm going to go with you. It is true. Hey! Oh, Jay Z and Busta Rhymes both attended George Westinghouse High School in Brooklyn. Cute! How That's crazy is that? School. It is. Dmx and Notorious B.I.G. are also famous alumni. What? And there's a famous tale of them battling together in their school cafeteria. God damn! What they have a booth in the bathroom? <laughs> That's so cool. Everybody went to this damn school. Okay. They showed up, and and two plus two is four. And if you double it, it's them talk two beat eight. They must have wrapped the math class or something. God damn! Who all was in that school, man? <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, yeah. That's where the legends was made. Giving birth to you bitches like I'm Tommy Matola. Uh, mm, <laughs> friend, look at your impact. You see what I'm saying? What's next? Come on, come down, Selector. Um, Ice Cube signed the Black Eyed Peas. Mm, false. I'm say false. It is false. Oh, I was like, what? But something happened. There's something in the backstory. But the Black Eyed Peas were signed by Easy E. Mm. Easy E's Ruthless Records signed Will I Am and Apple to App to the label in '92 after they caught the attention of Easy's manager, Jerry Heller's nephew. Oh shit! Okay. Right. So some little random ass facts. Okay, this last one is super random. Er, okay, never mind. I'm not gonna say the last one now. Um, Nas co-wrote Will Smith's hit single "Getting Jiggy with It" and they won a Grammy. True. Nas co-wrote Getting Jiggy With It? This was released in 98. I think that's false, though. I'm going to say... I don't know, because I feel like that could be true. No, I'm going to say false. Yeah, I'm going to say false with Fran. Shit. (laughs) Final answer. Shit, now we want to know. Find out after this break. (laughs) Ah! Okay, so the answer is actually true. You should have oh, stuck Dustin, with your first mind. Look at that compliance. Unbelievably, <laughs> Nas has never won a Grammy for his own work, but he has got one for writing Will Smith's Getting Jiggy with it. Shout nah, out to nah, Nas. Nah, 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 Ain't nah. that crazy? Really? Nas on a roll, too. He just invested in a doorbell company that Amazon bought, 
and they bought it for like over a billion dollars, I, I think. His cut was like 40 million. Oh, so wow. shout out to Nas. And Khalees took him right back to court. And he's an investor of Coinbase, which is oh, nice. that app that you can buy Bitcoins from. Nas, okay. Nas, which means he's up on that early. And always got a haircut. You go, Nas. Work out, okay? Signature fade with the bevel blade. That's a major key. <laughs> All right. So I just want to give one second to shout out, uh, because I did not want to use my own answer key for the show, um, to CapitalExtra.com, because that's where I got a lot of these answers for this particular segment. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the reasons that I stopped is because I saw where they listed something that everybody named Mama already knows. So it would have been pointless for me to try to make that into a fake one. But it says TLC recorded the theme song for Nickelodeon TV show, all that. It's like, duh. Like, everybody knows all that. I didn't know that. But I guess (laughs) you didn't know that? No. Oh. Uh, Damn, I would have uh, got you. You this, didn't know that. Oh, that. that it definitely sounds like that. And this laptop rapping. No, friend. Damn, so I could have used it. We were too busy watching the people in the credits. Like, we was excited <laughs> about the show thing to come on. What's the girl's name? And then Keenan and Kale and all them. You Lori know what Beth Denberg. Yeah, we was looking Somebody at Somebody told me they was all just on Wildin' Out, too. I need to go and mm-hmm. watch that episode. I heard they got to fighting on there at the end too. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. They did all the Keenan, Kel, Lori, all them. They got to just throwing at the end of Wild and Out. Somebody said something the other ain't like, and they, they said, I knew they had tore that set up. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Not Lori. <laughs> she threw the first blow. Like, <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> all right. Jay-Z's 99 Problems samples a Vanilla Ice song released a decade earlier. That's false. I'm going to say false. It's true. Oh. No, I'm just playing. It's, it's false. Oh. I was going to say, like, I, no. I, I contest. The sample. I just do not think Jay-Z was sampling no. Vanilla Ice. And I know record. 99 Problems. That's um, Rick Rubin did that shit. And I was lazy as fuck. It sampled Ice, Ice-T. I just saw Ice and I was like, all right, who else I can say? And I said Vanilla Ice. But uh-uh. it was Ice-T. Oh, that I would have believed, though. Right. You would have believed it, so I had to change it. Mm-hmm. And then I changed his it. His little baby looks just like him. Have you seen this little girl? No. She's the cutest thing because she literally looks exactly like Ice-T. Him and Coco. Oh, I thought you Vanilla Ice's daughter. I was like, where you saw him at? Because <laughs> I would have ran into them. <laughs> like, like this, you know, Vanilla Ice, you know. But Ice-T. <laughs> like, what? Where you know. <laughs> hey, let me be clear. For the record, I loved Ice Ice Baby, even when I wasn't supposed to <laughs> like it back when it was <laughs> out. Yeah. I love I love cute. Under Pressure by Queen. It's one of my yes. favorite songs. Mm-hmm. So Ice Ice Baby samples that. Mm-hmm. I've always all right. Stop, collaborate, and, and listen. listen. And wasn't he on Ninja Turtles? Yes, go Ninja, go oh. Ninja, go, go Ninja. Yes, <laughs> I forgot about listen, that. He was a staple. He was. He definitely had his place. Shout out to you. But yes, Jay-Z's 99 Problems might be one of the world's biggest hip-hop tracks. But the 2004 track is actually a big lyric sample from Ice-T's 1993 song of the same name, which was featured on his album, Home Invasion. Wow. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I've got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Asante Trebek. (laughs) Trebek. Trebek. Pardon all right, um, I think I'm going to get off of the true or false because that's a little too easy. And I want to go back to the back and forth game because I thought about something that I feel like you guys would be good at. Oh, no. Well, no, never mind. It's going to be bad. <laughs> I was going to say we should name producers, but I feel oh, like... Oh, it's hard. 
I, I know. I was just thinking, like, damn, maybe that's too hard. That's too hard. But you know, so many rappers put out songs nowadays, and they yell out their producers, and then some of these DJ producers are out. I just feel like there's so much. The lines music. are blurred. The lines are blurred. They, they is. They they're blurred is. nowadays. So, they're, so they're too, it's a free for all. It really is. And so that's why it's hard to play this game, but it's also to make people aware of all of this shit out there, all of these different things. You can name all people you never heard of, people you know is doing music, people that, because you didn't know Riley Burst started killing it, Fran. <laughs> she out here probably performing for Bitcoin. Bitcoin what? in the bank, and you don't even realize. So you want to do that? or? <laughs> yes, we're going back to back and forth, but do you think producers would be hard? Yeah, but we could try. I think we're going to get to five and be like, uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah. Let's try it. Okay, so I'll even let you name, like, oh, I can't give out their names because then they're going to be said. But, like, I'll even let you use international people. Uh, yeah, just any techno- producer. Yeah, any producer. All right. Who okay. Wants to start? I'll start. <clears throat> Vincent Herbert. <laughs> he produces? He sure does. He's all over Tony Braxton's <laughs> first album. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, the Neptunes. Babyface. Um, Alicia Keys. Timbaland. Bangladesh. Manny Fresh. <laughs> Mike Will made it. Metro Boomin. <laughs> Zaytoven. All right, I'm out. Are you out, out already? Because I can't compose myself. <laughs> <laughs> come on. I, I had them. Re- I have them ready. That's just so. Come so on, funny. keep rolling. All right. Um, Warren- let's do it. Warren Campbell. Chuck Harmony. <laughs> oh, yes, Chuck Harmony. <laughs> Chucky Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, Remy Ma. What the hell she didn't produce other she... than uh, Inmate Number? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm sorry. It's just a joke. Swing. Oh, Teddy Riley. Oh. Uh, PJ Morton. Oh, PJ. I was going to say that. Um, Stevie J. <laughs> oh, um, uh, um, uh, I, 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 what the hell is going on? Chad Hugo. Oh, you already said the Neptunes. Well, that's you? fine. We can name them separately if you want to. No, but you said the Neptunes, so I'll come up with you know, something Pharrell else. Because you know, Pharrell done stuff by himself, probably. Oh, the RZA. Psh. Hey, now. Okay. What's with me? Yeah. Uh, shit, I just lost mine. I had three of them. Um, Scott Storch. Ooh. Oh, shit, that was mine. That's crazy. <laughs> Storch. The eye, what are the odds? S dot. <laughs> Claude <laughs> Kelly. Okay. The Dream. Oh, damn. T-Pain. Mm. Tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dre from Cool and Dre. I can't remember his name. <laughs> But Dre from Cool and Dre. Mm-hmm. Ryan Leslie. Stargate. Ooh. Um. Damn it. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, the Sound of Philadelphia. <laughs> um. The Sound of Philadelphia. Remember the Sound of Philadelphia? It's like an old school like record label, like back in the <laughs> T-Sop. The Sound of Philadelphia. They go, no. Watch when we get these tweets next week. Um, Dark Child. Oh, Ronnie Jerkins. Yes. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> um, shit. I'm already trying to think of my next one. Um, Sid the Baptist. No, What's it's, that it's nigga's name that Brandy was? Sir the Baptist. <laughs> They see the Baptist. Sid, C-O-C, I don't know. Something the Baptist shit. <laughs> the nigga the Baptist. Everyone from the internet. Oh, the yeah. internet. Yep, because they're Damn. all musicians. That's right. Um, Frank Ocean. Uh, I'm out. 
Dang, my next one was Robert Glasper. Oh, we did good though. Yeah. We got far. Yeah. K Tronado would have been good. K Tronado would have been good. K Tronado would have been good. Innocent Pack. Big Lynn. Who on the beat? <laughs> Big Lynn. Somebody on the beat. Nitty on the beat. Frank Nitty. It's a Nitty Damn. beat. Frank Nitty. How can we forget about Nitty? Yes. Legendary. Oh, my God. Low. Who? Shorty Low? What the hell are you talking about, it's Lennon? Talking about, on the track. It's Lennon in here. Our engineer in here talking about some Shorty Low. Shorty Low. Shorty Low. You know, goddamn Shorty Low for doing and, and you know what? Speaking of Shorty Low, thank you, Shorty Low, for being with me when I was in Atlanta. The spirit he was here. Of, this week. He party with y'all. I, I, when did I miss uh, that? Shorty Low passed. I'm just But the spirit of him oh, is God. definitely alive and well in Atlanta. Right when I walked in the strip club, yes. the music was popping. It was Shorty Low on the record. Well, his so music like lives on forever. 100,000%. 100,000%. I still run in place when I'm in places I don't want to be Yeah, in. I wouldn't mind hearing a little D4L. I'm the man right now. <laughs> Ooh, got no white, but the white be my girlfriend. Got, got no white but the white be my girlfriend i don't know what y'all been told all right well that is it that was just a short little preview of what is to come for if i were a rapper of course this was just us playing at the live show is going to be way more lit there will be choreography I'm and like i said i will be drunk <laughs> friend you will not have to play at the show <laughs> thank you but just know if you do play i will have you uh, i will keep you in mind <laughs> <laughs> okay, and just if you have to pull a random number and your number is chosen to come up on stage, I'll give it to Dustin. Don't trade it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give it to Dustin, friend. But just know you can be great, and you already are. You already are great. Thank Look at you. all the producers that you named. See, I know, I was surprised. See, musically, you, did good. you got a bunch of shit. And that's why I did If I Were a Rapper, because people always talk about people knowing their musical history. So I wanted to do a little trivia in there, because... You don't have to be the greatest rapper, apparently, today. You just got to know a little bit of some shit. Dang. You, you know a little rhyme. You know some info about some of the people that have come before you. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> That's the name of the game show. So Cute. we can just do whatever we want. But we're excited to support you this Saturday. Yes. Powerrapper.com. Crap your tickets. Let's go get them. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Can't imagine fitting anything else into your life? Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Get something off your chest whenever you need to. Talk about everyday challenges at work or at home. Just chat about life. There's no extra commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments. Remember that therapy isn't about just venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com forward slash zone and use the code zone, that's Z-O-N-E, to get $45 off your first month and to show support for the friend zone. That's code Z-O-N-E at Talkspace.com slash zone. Talkspace, it's therapy for how we live today. Okay. And now let's jump into this week's wellness segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dustin. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the remix? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do it the for the pod. Midnight Love version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was watching this TED Talk, 
And it's called Keep Your Goals to Yourself by a man named... Well, first of all, before I say his whole information, actually, his name is Derek Sivers, and it was a TED, TED Global Talk from 2010. Do you guys tell people your goals when you have something that you want to do? Do you tell your friends? Mm-mm. Do you announce it? Mm-mm. You keep it to yourself? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. You keep it to yourself? It depends. On what? It depends on if my friends need to be involved in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it's like some sort of collaborative effort. Right. Or um, just like personal goals. Yeah. You I, tell your friends. Yeah. 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 I mean, I do too. I don't announce it publicly in the right. sense of like, you know, telling people on Twitter or even though sometimes I may do that with like certain projects I get excited about. I may say something first, but for the most part, I'll tell my closest friends. Right. But David Sivers had a TED talk where he was saying that telling someone your goals actually makes it less likely that your goals will happen. Damn. And it's a phenomenon. I know a psychological phenomenon called social reality where the high of being praised and people congratulating you and telling you you're amazing and, oh, my God, that high makes your body feel like it's already happened. And so you actually become a little less likely to put in the effort because the whole point of it was that high and you already set it in motion before Mm. even performing the action of your goal. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Yeah. And so he had a whole TED Talk saying that if you really want to get something done, the best way to do it is to A, not tell anyone until it's about to happen, or B, when you do share with someone, say it in a way that is, what was his way? Try saying it in a way that doesn't bring you satisfaction. His example was, if you're going to run a marathon, don't tell your friend, I'm running the marathon. Tell them something like, oh, I need to train for this marathon like five days a week. And it's like three hours of running a day. and I have to do 18 miles. Like say it in a way where your body doesn't receive the high of being praised Mm -hmm. by your friends. And so that's something apparently um, the founder of psychology, Kurt Lewin, now in 1926, called this substitution. And Wera Mahler, who's another psychologist, said that when acknowledged by others, in your mind, your mind can't tell the difference between reality and imagined, and imagination. Mm. So that's why once you say it out loud, your body acknowledges it as already happened. And that's why your motivation for shit might kind of like fall off a little bit. bit. Yeah, Yeah, isn't that so interesting? So... Something to consider the Mm. next time you have a set of goals to maybe kind of keep it to yourself. Maybe at least until you're closer to them happening. That's very interesting. So that you can trick your mind into not receiving that high of being praised for a goal that hasn't been accomplished yet. I was just going to say, I use that to trick my mind into doing things that, like, I just need to get done. Like, when I know that I have to do something for myself, I'll try to, like, not make it a big deal as I'm doing it. Like, okay, well... Like, you you know how you talked about how you have to talk to yourself like a child sometimes? Right. I have to talk to myself like a child sometimes to get through something versus saying, all right, like, all right, I have to do this. Because then it's, I have that high of, like, I have to do it. And then when it comes time to do it, I might have an excuse for something. If I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep myself busy this way and this way and this right. way. And then it's time to do what like I have to do. Like, narrate the, the steps right. to it. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting. And one example that he used... He was saying that, I'm trying to pull up what year it was. He was saying that Peter Galwitzer, I really hope I'm saying that correctly, wrote a whole <laughs> book about this. 
Um, and in 2009, he actually did some tests that were published. And, uh, and the first one he mentioned were that 163 people were given these tests. Everyone wrote down their personal goal. That was the question. Then half of them announced their commitment to the goal to the room. Mm-hmm. The other half didn't announce it. They were supposed to keep it secret. Then everyone was given 45 minutes of work that would directly lead them towards their goal. But they were told that they could stop at any time. And by the end of the test, the ones who had already announced it were kind of like over it. <laughs> mm. They like didn't even have the the fuel to finish the goals for 45 minutes because they had already announced it and they got the high, the high of everyone being like oh that's such a good goal oh my god like that's so good you're gonna accomplish it but the ones who had kept it a secret were holding it in they had to get that 45 minutes done because they wanted to say it by the end of it right See, you can like see it. You can see this the is phenomenon. so wild. Yeah. yeah. So those people that didn't say anything were, were way more pressed and involved in the details of getting it done, so that they could finally get to that point. And so it just showed it just through that test with way more clarity how that phenomenon works in our brains. So something to consider. I just thought that that would make a really, really good wellness segment. All goes back to minding your business <laughs> and just tricking your mind. And I thought, especially tied into all the last week's episode and the week before mm-hmm. that, the week before that, mm-hmm. with goals, like how to accomplish them, I think this is a really good tip on Very how good. to accomplish them. So that's it for this week's wellness segment. Oh, and if you want to find that TED Talk, it's called Keep Your Goals to Yourself by Derek Sivers. And you can actually find that on YouTube. And that's it. That's it for this week's wellness segment. What you got for us this week, Asante? Keep your music to yourself. <laughs> All right, so let's just start with the listens lately section, actually, if you guys would not mind. Oh, yeah. Just because um, I want to just talk about, well, I guess I could talk about something ratchet for a moment, and then we can just get into the listens lately while you guys uh, look through. I have made a ratchet playlist that I was listening to all weekend in my bathroom in Atlanta, and I will be sharing it (laughs) on title. (laughs) I want to talk to y'all about Your bomb-ass bathroom in Atlanta. What? When... Fran, the bubble bath was amazing. Oh, Thank yes. You. I got to sound say this bomb-ass bubble it bath. Was, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Between that bath and then to crawl out of that bath feeling relaxed as hell and then to walk over into that big-ass shower. You you saw the bathroom, right? Yes, I so to walk your, your separate wing. <laughs> <laughs> so to walk into that shower and then to turn on all four shower heads oh have to get out that big-ass stuff. You couldn't tell me shit. Um, anyway, I had a lot of ratchet shit playing while I was doing that. And I made a playlist that was called ATL My Birthday, and it was all of my favorite Atlanta shit that I used to listen to. It features songs that have that aren't so far off, aren't so far off. Excuse me, like OT Genesis and Two Chains Thick, and then all the way to like Baby D, Pastor Troy, uh, ATL Ho. Like it's <laughs> everything in those veins. So Shawty Lo, who we talked about, Crime Mob, Pastor Troy, we talked about Ti, D. Pharrell, all these people are on this playlist. So if you're looking for something really ratchet to reminisce about the era that was old school crunk crunk. TL, then TL. this will be the playlist for you. <laughs> it was a culture shock riding around and seeing so much of the city change, but it was so amazing to be there with my best friend Anton, who came in from nowhere. And oh, she was so dope. <laughs> I'm so glad that everybody got around, but um, or got along, excuse me. But uh, to see the city with her in it too, and to be thinking about all the shit. 
because where we did laser tag, I used to work at that movie theater. That's so crazy. Wow. That was Full crazy. Circle. The movie theater that I, my first job was right above what used to be a Crunch Fitness Center, and it's now the uh, arcade game tag center. Shit was fun as fuck. So after listening to all this music and reminiscing to ATL, I had to make this playlist, and I'm going to make it public so people can tell me what they were feeling like when they heard some of these songs they damn selves. So uh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Now to the listens lately. Friend, what have you been listening to lately? Um, Actually, I wanted to shout out our homie, Desi Page. Yes. My girl, Desi. She actually just goes by Desi. I think she dropped the page. She just released a new song called Hollywood Forever. Mm. Please check it out. It's so good. Desi is D-E-Z-I. So, of course, I had to shout out my homie. Um, and I was, remember the song I played for you in Atlanta by Najee? Yeah. It's called Might Just. I have to give you guys a sample because yes. it is a vibe. And the words are super good. This is such a vibe. Have you ever met a question? Yes. Ooh. He said, have you ever met a question that made you want to be the answer? Mm. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Rachel does our hands in three, two, <laughs> one. I, I too do. have met a question. <laughs> oh, that song is a vibe. Yeah, that, was, that sounded really good. I posted that on... Instagram, Instagram. Mm-hmm. yeah, and people were like, ooh, friend, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm actually not familiar with him. I was on the treadmill, funny enough, and you know how on Spotify, if you let your playlist go, it'll just go into different songs mm-hmm. that kind of are similar to the songs on your playlist and just right. keep going. I guess suggested songs, I should say, and this came on as a suggestion, and I was like, Oh my God, I almost fell smooth off the treadmill because I was trying to look at my phone to see what this song was. Right. Uh, so it's Najee, N-A-J-I, and the song is called Might Just. So definitely check that out. Uh, of course, the Desi song. Who else have I? And still listening to Chico DeBarge, who, mm. strange enough, me and Dustin last <laughs> week had our <laughs> karaoke moment. moment. Mm. Do you know that the next day Chico DeBarge was in Atlanta performing? Wow. We could have gone. And we missed it. And we missed it. Wow. Well, we I'm called pissed. him into the ether. And we then sure he did. was in the city that we were in, that we rarely are in. Damn. We're psychic, yo. I'm convinced. For real. That's it Y'all for my connected. lately. What about you, Dustin? Uh, well, after a weekend um, with some great friends, um, who have musical tastes that are kind of akin to those of mine. <laughs> um, I have decided that I am a fan of the rap group, which I'm using that term loosely, but I don't care. It's City Girls. Yeah. I'm a huge City Girls friend. Who are they on the Baby, them? it's these girls from Miami, and they're rapping, and they have songs that this is, think back to like, Think back to like raunchy um, motive, songs motivated by like materialistic stuff and just all the things that you like to hear like girls rapping about. You know what I mean? They really do that. And I was already a huge fan of that song called Fuck That Nigga. That's the name of the song. So whatever. Oh There's no way. Get, I was trying to figure out how to get around saying it, but whatever. <laughs> There's no way. But they have a song called Fuck That Nigga on the Quality Control album mm-hmm. that just came out. And it's amazing. And so once... 
the DJ, one DJ played it this weekend at an event. And shout out to him. He was a DJ from Atlanta. His name is like Josh J or Josh, something like that. But he was amazing. And he played City Girls music all weekend. They have a song called Get the Bag. That's Yeah, the the, Where the Bag At. They have a song, they another a... song. Um, no, uh, there's another group, rather, I was going to say. Not City Girls, but there's a girl named Diamond the Body who has a song with Trina called Same Nigga. That was also a song that was in heavy rotation this weekend. So check out the City Girls period and then check out Diamond the Body featuring Trina, Same Nigga. These are party starting jams that will get you <laughs> rapping along everywhere, feeling like you look good, enjoying the party. I mean, it's just... Cute. So yeah, so that's what I was at Moselle's to. house watching music videos because I don't know why when I go to people's houses I make y'all watch music videos, but <laughs> I made him watch the City Girls Wear the Bag at video. Yes, and I loved the storyline. First of all, you he told you what kind of music it is. Right, it's two strippers scamming. It's like a whole storyline, <laughs> like a heist. But it, it, oh, and, but they look good as hell for some hood bitches, mm-hmm. and like it was fantastic. The the yeah, chorus goes, I need a nigga who will swipe them visas. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the jail. <laughs> talk about on, on um, fuck that nigga, they be like, <laughs> you always talk about the black hot, but you want a bad bitch if Javante socks? Hell nah. So you got to, like, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, oh these, I'm telling you, get with your friends <laughs> and go out and play City Girls on the way. That's it. Oh, we have one more. Mm-hmm. So, you know the Anderson Pack, his name used to be Breezy Lovejoy mm. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So, I randomly, I don't even know how, I think it was like in 2010 that he released that. So, he had a, an EP of three songs called Violets or Blue. And mm. somehow I bumped into it on Spotify. I don't know how. Maybe I was listening to something else that was similar and this came up. And it was bugged out listening to a project of his when he was a completely different sounding artist and then back in 2010 so if you are an artist or a creative you have to listen to this because the growth my lord from this project to the anderson pack who is in my book is like top three artists right now he's Mm -hmm. so creative he's incredible he excites me he's fresh he's exciting he's Amazing to watch because he has so much energy. Yes. He's an incredible musician, drummer, writer, singer. And then you have to listen to that project. It's not that it's bad. Don't get me wrong. But it just shows how much work he's put into his craft. And mm. it's actually pretty fucking inspiring. That's like, so dope. Wow. From That's 2010 so to th- 2018, he has become a master of his craft. And you see and listen to the difference. You have to check it out. It's called Violet or Blue. By Breezy Lovejoy on Spotify. Hmm, okay. Talk about inspiration. So I was listening to that and was kind of blown away. That's Mr. dope. Breezy Lovejoy. Breezy Lovejoy. I hope people say that about my project when I put it out. Like, to listen to his work and then hear what he used to do at the beginning of the friend zone, <laughs> it's like the But growth. even us, <laughs> when you listen from the oh, very yes. first episode to this one, yep. the difference in our energy, personalities. Completely You know what I mean? The organization of the show. Yep. <laughs> Growth, and that's that. What about you, sir? I um before I start because you mentioned Desi, um it's March, so India Sean is Yay! her birthday is next week, and her project should be coming out soon. I think she has the twenty second. The project, the whole thing is dropping on the twenty second. Twenty second. All right, so y'all heard it. India Sean is dropping on the twenty second. Um, 
Feels Like Fate. She's worked with Alex Isley. Um, Ray Louise. Ray Louise. Like, Who I love. Tons of people that I love. Uh, Preston. Just the randomest people that I used to listen to on SoundCloud. I thought you was about to say Precious. No. <laughs> <laughs> be like... <laughs> It was crazy to me because, <laughs> friend, you know how you talk about Chico DeBarge, and I don't know how small the music scene is, especially for independent artists, but it's crazy to me how I would listen to, like, Preston on um, SoundCloud and Ray Louise from the L.A. Project and Alex Isley even, like, all these different people. And then India, who's one of, and not just because she's my friend, one of my all-time favorite vocalists. Yes. I'm going to go in here and say that. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's amazing to me. She worked with all these people that I loved hearing. So to hear her sound that I already love so much, every time I hear it is dope to me. I just Yay. had to say that. Hopefully India, she hears that I'm so, so she knows. Um, happy birthday to you, India, which is early. But she wished me a happy early birthday, so I will do the same to her. Outside of that, I was revisiting the Lupe Fiasco uh, Food and Liquor Project. Just remember Ooh. how much I love that album. Like, I loved that album. I used to play that shit in high school on the way, like driving in the car on the way to school. Just that was an amazing it. album. The daydreaming track with Jill Scott, like yes. Kick Push, it all was just a shit to me. You know, the cover we had art an too. artist yes. back in the day. I won't say her name or anything, but I worked with their team. <laughs> I, I, I bet I know who you're talking about. Who? Nikki Jean. No, no, oh, no. I've, damn, I, I mean, people say, know damn. who Nikki Jean is. Um, Jean. And she used to make YouTube videos that I love. <laughs> but his team had this this artist that I used to write for when I was living in Atlanta, actually. And I was writing mm. her, working on her first single for a while. It was a lot of work. Damn, so I should know who it is. Maybe I'll tell you after. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so every time I think about Lupe and like his whole team, I'm like, man, that was such a different life. But I've always loved Lupe. I don't know what happened. Yeah. yeah. Don't know what happened. Even, what was it, Touch the Sky, where I heard him and I was like, mm. oh, shit. Like, this nigga is. I remember he was supposed to have a project with Pharrell and Kanye. U.S. Child Placers. Rebel, or oh, Child Rebel the Soldiers. I love that track. I love that CRS, track. CRS, Child Rebel Soldiers. Was oh, that's what it was. CRS. CRS. And the name the of that song was, was US, Us Placers. Yeah. That would have been... P-R-I-P-P-I-N-G. Come on, spell it, bitch. Come on, that's me. Like, and you know the project exists. We just won't ever Are you it. kidding me? Of course Brand it does. You have fucked up my life. You, you should have never told does. me that. They wouldn't have announced that if they didn't already have right. songs in place. It's just that for whatever reason, we're never going to hear it. I hate that because I in love the same, that song. It's in the same closet with that Alicia Keys and Beyonce video. Oh, <laughs> that my we'll never God. See. <laughs> Damn. Right. You just fucked me up like and detox. three times. <laughs> Dr. Dre's album, and detox. detox. That's in that pile, too. <laughs> and the second Lucy Pearl album. The second Lucy oh Pearl album. Oh, my God. Outcast Hell. Outcast Hell. Andre 3000. Andre 3000's first album. <laughs> Man, y'all have... Y'all just... <sighs> Okay, um, also, I am still, I will not stop listening to Chloe and Halle's Warrior song. I don't care what anybody says. I love to them me. so much. <laughs> they look great at that gala that Beyonce's mom does, wearable yes. art. Yes. They look so good. Yes. I love their dresses. And shout out to Blue Ivy, that headpiece is yes. cute. And she was waving. She was so excited to see her grandmother when she waved at Tina Knowles when she got there. <laughs> yes. The hacker. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how they be looking. And wasn't she buying stuff? Mm-hmm. Wasn't she trying to auction and they had to like tell her to stop? <laughs> With her hand. I hear that. She was Blue like, I know Ivy. what we got. But uh, <laughs> Chloe and Halley's, the song from A Wrinkle in Time, I will not stop listening to it and I will not stop playing it. I do not care that I do not fit in their age group or demographic. I will blast their music like I am supposed to be doing it. Cute. Um, and then, friend, 
my song, my actual song of the weekend <laughs> was uh, the Prem song. <laughs> and I'm just going to play y'all a little bit. And friend, you're going to remember what song I'm talking about when I play it. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I know this song. I love Party Next Door. <laughs> what was it that we were doing? It was me, Kia, and Jade. I think we were outside talking because it was like a pretty oh, sunny yes. day this weekend. And, right? that and was Asante so pops his head out and goes, y'all bitches ain't drunk enough. <laughs> y'all bitches ain't high enough. He was like, what the fuck? Yo, Jade was looking like, what? Jade turned around like, excuse me? And then she got with the shit. Started dancing. <laughs> So that's why I know he's so hilarious. <gasps> yes. Me on. So that's my jam right now. And then uh, just a random shout out to Jeremiah. He put out a, a EP called The Chocolate Box. Let me tell you, it's the jam too. The whole thing. <laughs> I heard thing. a lot of people saying that. It's really good. good. I was very, very, very pleasantly surprised. Oh. I just downloaded it because I was like, all right, I've been listening to Tory Lanez and I like that project. So let me just listen to this. And it was great. I, I slow danced to Forever I'm Ready this weekend. I made them play it. That's the jam, ain't it? You it slow danced mm-hmm. with someone? With someone. On someone. Really? Around someone. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is so cute. Like, took How it back romantic. to the basement, okay? Because it's one of them songs that make your hips better roll. It's one of them. <laughs> Forever I'm ready. He samples. Um, Wait, when you mean slow dance, you mean like someone like was grind. Like, oh, okay. like slow dance. Yeah, you know, know. like you you, gra- you grab. You mean like Carrie Hilson? You know, oh, okay. No, like, no. Like, what you mean like <laughs> like put on a performance? Look. <laughs> I thought like a sweet slow dance, like where your foreheads are touching. And you're well, it was like that, but I was on the you back. Know, it was kind of like that, but I was on the back. So it's like my forehead was touching like the side of, like, <laughs> you know, and then like you take one so arm. So not what I was fixing. You take one arm and put it around the front, and then you leave. You really know how to dance. You keep the other arm hanging, so it's all in the hip movement, and you hold him with that arm. Oh, you get him in there. Okay, it's good times. But I say that because I love that project from yes. Jeremiah. Yes. Ooh. All right. Uh, that is it here for listens lately. For uh, does anybody else have anything they want to throw mm-hmm. in for in the no, segment? Okay, Doki Grizz eight. So now we'll move on to. TV land. Dustin, take it away. Yay. There's a lot going on this week. A lot. The Married to Medicine reunion part two came on. It was revealed that Quad Webb Lunsford's husband, Gregory Lunsford, um, Mm. known as Dr. G, basically um, did some inappropriate things with another woman. Um, The woman then tried to extort him out of some money or else he was going to go public with details of what they did. He um, immediately denied any, you know, wrongdoing and told Quad, but he told Quad after the woman had already contacted um, a couple different people saying that she had some information to Uh sell, basically. So now we know a little bit more about why there's such a big rift in Quad's marriage to Dr. G and a lot of the things that had confused even me or a lot of people who watched the show about Quad saying she wanted to be appreciated or saying that, you know, they had dire problems in their marriage. Now it all makes a little bit more sense now that we have that information. So seeing that brought some clarity. And as a fan of the show and a fan of Quad on the show, I was happy that she finally was more expressive and she finally conveyed to everyone why, well, one of the reasons why she was so unhappy in her marriage. Mm -hmm. So that was great. 
Um, shout out to Heavenly Kimes, Dr. Heavenly. She never lays yeah. me down on the reunions. And I told you guys that Mariah had that moment where she blew um, Heavenly drawing on her poster out of proportion, completely out of proportion. Made it a moment since Heavenly defaced her property. And all these things, Heavenly came out on that stage when they asked her to apologize to Mariah. And she said, well, I mean, you know, it, just, it wasn't that big of a deal. Because it wasn't it that wasn't, big of a deal. It really it wasn't. wasn't. And Mariah kept trying to blow it up into more and more Y'all are going to sit there and let her get away with it. <sighs> it was so horrible. But awful. meanwhile, Heavenly is over there chilling like, it just wasn't that deep. It wasn't that deep. It wasn't that deep. <laughs> what did she do? She wrote on a poster? Mariah, being dramatic per usual, brought a huge... Um, blow up of one of her headshots and hung it on the outside of her dressing room oh, door. Oh, I remember you saying, mm-hmm. yeah. So Heavenly went and drew, you know, horns and fucked oh. up the mustache on the picture or whatever. Yeah, which was funny. Mariah turned this into a, we need to hire security to watch my diamonds and furs. Oh, and, okay. you know, you violated my, you defaced my property and entered my dressing room. First of all, it was on the door outside. She didn't come inside. Right. Just blew it way out of proportion. So she goes, and you know, with that kind of thinking and those kind of it's very easy to build momentum, and people then feel obligated to address it as if it was big, a big of a deal because you've expressed that you have this, you know, concrete issue with it. Heavenly blew all that shit right out the door. She was like, it wasn't that big, it wasn't that deep, it wasn't that big of a deal, it right. wasn't that deep, and just fanned it off. And I was so happy she did that. So shout out to Heavenly. Um, Simone and Cecil are getting a divorce. They are divorced by this point. Um, and a lot of the women were hurt about that. Divorce is a part of life to me, and I understand why it is um, emotionally overwhelming for the people involved. But as I've grown and seen it happen, I've always wondered why people, other people, are so emotionally moved by the news that two people are getting divorced. And it's like you always tell them, I hate to see that happen. Or, I hate that. I don't want this for y'all. Well, apparently y'all want it for each other. So <laughs> it's really not about what I think. And I've just always been fascinated by people kind of looking in on divorce like that. So seeing the other cast members react to her news that her and Cecil are in fact being divorced was interesting to say the least. Um, and so the Married to Medicine reunion was very good. I can't wait for part three. Curtis has no humility. I don't know why he, Curtis is Jackie's husband who cheated on her. I don't know why he feels so comfortable. He actually checked um, Toya's husband, Eugene, which about I didn't like. making comments about him cheating, which was a little bizarre for me very. because you cheated. So shut your ass up. Yeah. I don't necessarily like him making comments either, but Curtis, you're not really in a position where you can kind of have an opinion about really anything right now. You need to just be nice and pleasant for everybody to be around and very happy that Jackie is throwing you a bone and be appreciative because you fucked up royally. And his pompous, arrogant attitude is one of the reasons why a lot of people are so disappointed that Jackie and him have decided to move forward and stay together as a marriage. But Jackie's, mm-hmm. Jackie's happy, so that is what it is. I'm one of the so many people that was disappointed, but it ain't my business. So I shut what they called the fuck up and kept it moving about my business. Uh, so that's what happened on Married to Medicine. Um, Love and Hip Hop Miami reunion came on. More of the same. The highlight of it for me was Trina cussing out Bucky. Yes. Shea Bucky Johnson. Yes. Uh, on the show for fighting her cousin Joy. That's yes. hilarious. And, you know, when you get checked by somebody like Trina that has that kind of respect, um, and what they're saying to you is undeniably true. There's really nothing you can do. So Shea, John, Shea Bucky Johnson also did what I like to call shutting the fuck up on that stage after Trina got started and told her she was ignorant for getting so angry with Joy 
over another man that she went ahead and put her hands on Joy. So that bridge was burned. That was good to see. Amara La Negra, who I love, performed her new single, Insecure, which I actually really, really liked. So that was good to see. Mm -hmm. It was good. Yes, it was really good. And I actually liked the song. So that was good to see. Um, So shout out to them. Um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta premiered this week. Um, Erica Mena is on the cast. Um, yes. She was one of the staples from season two forward on Love and Hip Hop New York. Um, and she has now transitioned. She was gone for a few years and now she's resurfaced on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Um, her opening scene, she was getting off a private jet and Jazzy Faye was picking her up in a race <laughs> to talk about music opportunities. Okay. So she's going to give us exactly what we want on the show more she of the is. bullshit. See what I mean? <laughs> Yep. She's going to. She's ready to work. And I'm really yeah. interested to see how she does this. I'm interested to see what kind of plays she makes. Because we all kind of expected Erica Minnett to just be this hothead girl who, you know, is pretty, but mm. also always ready to shoot off, you know, on TN every moment. Maybe um, she's going to give you the Evelyn Lozada. I think that's what we're going to get based on this mature. first episode. Mm-hmm. And she, what I like More about how she's doing mm-hmm. it, though. Is that she's not, and this is only the first episode. Y'all know Love and Hip Hop will really pull the wool over your eyes for the first two, three episodes, and then it turns into more of the same. So right. I'm not going to get excited. But she was, the difference between her return versus some of the other characters that we've seen come back onto these shows is that she's being forthcoming about her decision making being a little different and an example of that is like when she met up with uh, Stevie J. She was like, you know, I've been in this position before where I needed help with my music and I was young and crazy and I just didn't know what I was doing. She's like, but this time, this ain't my first time at the rodeo. So I know exactly mm. how to handle somebody like Stevie J. I got this. And oh then you see her God. going to meet him. So when you see those kind of moments, it kind of like automatically puts you on her side mm. and you watch how she moves in the space. So I think we're going to get, she's going to be seasoned. Not so much um, like watered down. I think it'll still be just as you know potent and dramatic Friday. as it always was, yeah. but just right. with a little bit more strategy and finesse. So I'm excited about seeing that. Um, what else came on television this week that we need to talk about? I was traveling, so I'm not sure. I, that's just pretty much as far as I'm going to go. That's all I caught up on. Um, I know something else came on the internet, though, that I would like to talk about. You guys ready? Yeah. It better be what I think it is. The Queen's Supreme Court yeah, has returned on March 19th. Now, we all know there was a huge fallout. There was a huge fallout. Wait, um, the Queen's Supreme Court. So this is the remake? There's a reboot, baby. Okay. As we know, there was a really dramatic fallout oh and goodness. breakdown of what we knew as the Queen's Court, which was an internet um, social commentary show hosted by T.S. Madison and Kaya, the fallen rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, the but, fallen rapper. Yeah, but um, she, you know, the show came on. It was really hilarious and magnetic to watch. Super problematic, but very magnetic to watch. And eventually it was just something that self-destructed. Not really self-destructed. Kaya had single-handedly caused the breakdown of the show. Yeah. So T.S. Madison was gone um, working uh, in Australia, I believe. And they took a few weeks off um, with the show but it came back this monday night march 19th at 10 p.m color people's time so it started at about 10 19 19 <laughs> um but uh it came back and this this season is now called the queen supreme court 
battle for the bench. And Madison is going to be introducing a revolving door of guest judges who I guess she's going to try to find a new co-host. And in the meantime, we'll get a lot of personality. So this first episode was T.S. Madison, Little Mo. Okay. And Shekinah Joe. <laughs> now, what? Yes. Was now, good? Now. Uh-oh. Little Mo was very, very reserved and quiet. And when she did speak, she was like making points. And this isn't really the show for that. It's nowhere near as racy and as um, vulgar as it was really when Kaya was there. But it is still, you know, tongue-in-cheek social commentary that, you know, is funny and, and very um, punchline-oriented and edgy, and edgy mm-hmm. you know. And so Shekinah Joe, who we all know, she was one of tiny uh, Tamika Tiny Harris's best friends um, and her personality and T.S. Madison's personality it was like fire I mean it was one of the most great things to watch Shekinah is hilarious her and Madison had so much chemistry do you think she should be the new host? I'm, yeah I think it should be T.S. Madison and Shekinah but I know there's so many other people who have big personalities like that that could do a good job in the chair. So I'm excited to see what is going to happen. I saw a clip of her with New York. I saw her with New oh York, too. God. Which I think would be Amazing. Perfect. And in, in that clip, New York at the end, she's like, I know y'all gagging. <laughs> she said. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it's me and T.S. Man. I know y'all, mm, I know y'all gagging. <laughs> That's what New York said. I love so. her. I want to see her yes. everywhere again. But that shit was good. Um, <laughs> and that's all I wanted to say. It was all good. Right. Thank you. Now we move on. So much in TV. To what you guys want to talk about in the asking for a friend segment. Go, oh Lord, just by your face, what you got for us this week, Asante? Don't forget to email us at the friendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Um, this one is complicated sibling issue. Hey friends, I'm the youngest and only girl of my siblings, but because of age difference. I grew up with one brother. We both have the same mother and father and are two years apart, 29 and 27. All of our lives, we've had periods of sibling fights, but a bit more intense than the regular brother and sister issues. About four years ago, he made a mature 360, got his degree, or excuse me, got his GED and got a really good job and started a fresh perspective on his life. When I moved back to our hometown after graduating, we finally built a relationship. And I thought he was finally the cool big brother I wanted for years. Fast forward three years today. It's his son's second birthday party, and I wasn't invited. I haven't seen the baby since the last time I bought clothes for them about four months ago. No pictures, nothing. When he calls, it's to talk about the wee business business he wants to start. For the last two years, I provided my nephews. I provided for my nephews as if it was my own. Regardless of barely seeing the baby, she put your regardless kind of stuff. I would still drop by. I'll still drop by formula, clothes, toys, etc. when they need it. I always felt like it took a village. Their working situation was interesting, and I wanted them to have some support for their own mental health. I always felt I would pick up the slack for my brother for my father's passing and not having a relationship with my father's side as I do. Even when his wife was having complications during labor for the second baby, I took off work to keep the oldest child for the weekend as her mother refused to keep him while she recovered in the hospital. Really, today I'm hurt and I want to completely sever ties with him. I still love those children with all of my heart, but he's not hes not only done this to me, but my mother as well. What are your thoughts on the situation and severing ties with family members? So basically, the brother cut you off out of nowhere? 
But he didn't cut her off because he still talks to her. He just cut the children off. Right. From being around her. Right. Like he only hits her up about the weed business. Uh, okay, so who wants to go first? You can go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead. I just I think that this the person who wrote in and the brother that they're referring to have two different perspectives on their relationship. It sounds to me like the person who wrote in is much more motivated to like to create like a close bond with this with the brother and you know bond between intimate moments and creating memories and things like that. And the brother really ain't tripping. Mm-hmm. They just call to have a good time and talk about you know like business opportunities, very generic, general, not generic, like general conversation, but nothing focusing on like matters of the heart or you know like their relationship. Nothing deep, just surface stuff. So I think you should kind of just take a note of that tone of conversation and kind of adjust your expectations when it comes to involvement and what you do with your brother and all that. Because basically, long story short, he ain't tripping. (laughs) So, like, Mm. you shouldn't be either. And people, that's a lesson that is very hard to learn, but you have to learn it because people will only involve themselves with you as much as they want to. And so sometimes you really can't get your feelings hurt when you're dealing with people like family who you feel like should just naturally be motivated to have a closer relationship with you. Sometimes they're just not. And so you do have to not necessarily cut them off, but just adjust your expectations. Hmm. That's what I say. Great advice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dustin. I ain't even got to (laughs) go. I mean, also another thing about family members or just people in general that aren't tripping, usually sometimes they're not even aware that it's affecting you because they're not tripping. Mm -hmm. And it might be something that you're taking way deeper than they intend. Um, We don't know. You don't know, obviously. So I think the best thing to do so that you don't spend your time assuming what it is is to talk to him so that you can know what it is. And maybe he's completely unaware that you even want to be involved to that degree. Or maybe he doesn't want you to be involved to that degree, but you won't know until you actually say something. So I suggest calling him up and saying exactly how you feel. Or maybe you guys can figure out an arrangement that has nothing to do with him and it's just you and the kids. If You know, if you really, really want to be in their lives that badly. So talk to him. Yeah. It's the only way to know. Yeah. In the line with friend, I think you should just talk to him because... Uh, I don't. I mean, he's a man, and he, like for saying, like I personally don't be knowing what's going on half the time. Right. Until somebody lets me know, I'm like, oh damn! Like I was completely unaware. He like, could that, be thinking about something completely yeah, different. Like he might not be thinking, like, oh, I should send you pictures or this, because you know you always around, and maybe he's taking that for granted. And like you said, he just right. really started to turn his life around some years ago, so his priorities. Just the set of where where he's at right now just might not be in tune to what you want from him right now that he's in your life. So sit down, take it easy, and maybe talk to him about it. Or like Dustin was saying, just readjust like how you feel and where you're at because gotcha. maybe he'll just fall in line to where you're at. And like he'll start to realize, like, well, damn, I ain't seeing my sister around here as much. Right. Like, I need to call her and see what's up, you know, what's going on. And then he'll kind of like click and get the picture or whatever. But I think that you ain't got nothing to worry about. It's your family. You just got to remind him, hey, we family. Right, and I want to see my babies. Okay, and I love my brother, my cool big brother. <laughs> All right, that's it here. Now we're going to move on to the Black Business of the Week. Yes, we are going to move on to Black Business of the Week. So many of you tagged me to this. <laughs> I literally <laughs> had, like, 
no less than like 50 tags. You're I know this all out friend. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> I know the girl that runs this company must be like, who is hey friend? Hey, why is everybody tagging this chick? What the fuck? But because <laughs> you know, she probably has no idea. Um, so it's actually official Black Wall Street posted her, and that's where everybody was tagging yes. me. So it's 21 year old Francesca Soul Cheney opened her new vegan venture called Soul Sips in Brooklyn, New York, to provide healthy, delicious, and affordable food to the inner city community. She believes people in low-income areas may not prefer fast food over healthy food, but in a world of expensive green juices, sometimes they just don't have a choice. Mm. So Francesca insists that the wellness community is not just for the upper class. So she began making her own smoothies for on-the-go meals as a full-time student, And she noticed how it propelled her through demanding days. Her ultimate mission, to help close the accessibility gap in wellness. Shout out to you. I love this. Kudos to you, Francesca. So if you're in the Brooklyn area, please support her. The company is called Soul Sips. You can actually check out the website at solsips.us. That's solsips.us. And her Instagram is soulsipsnyc if you want to show her some support and send her some traffic. The bio on her Instagram says, a cozy vegan cafe in Bushwick serving alkaline coffee, nut milk, smoothies, juice, and plant-based bites. So had to shout her out. She's really she's only twenty one. I love it. I love it. Isn't that awesome? So apparently she just started doing small little pop ups in mm-hmm. Bushwick to kind of get people comfortable with her food and her brand. And from there she was asked to create like a brick and mortar set place, a vegan wow. restaurant. And that was just in December seventeenth that she started the pop ups. I love this. Uh, I'm on the website right now. Actually, <laughs> mm-hmm. Soul Sips. And it's got some of the smoothies on here. And I would love a Sawai, Sawai Sweet. I don't know if that's how you say this, but it's just strawberries, peaches, and ginger. My ideal <coughs> beverage, because that seems like it will taste like summertime. Isn't I need she it right now. Mm-hmm. So I could be good with little Tito's. Don't look Tito's on But I love that she's trying to prove that wellness is not just for the elite, it's not just for those in the upper classes. So, you know, that's always been my mission. So I'm so happy to give her a boost. Yes. Francesca Soul Cheney, you are amazing. Please check her out, you guys. Soul Sips in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Vegan Bevs and Bites. I'm going. I love this. And I don't even, I'm not even vegan. I'm not either. <laughs> and I look, if you look at the juice. picture of her, look how cute. Oh, yeah. And you see that A on the wall. That means she got inspected. <laughs> Bless her heart. Look, I know what that means. <laughs> Shoot. This is so cool, Isn't friend. that cool? Yes. Please young support buck. her. Look at her little young buck this. out here doing big, big, yes. big things. So please check her out. And Come that's on. it for this week's Black Business. That's it for this week's episode. Do you that's guys have it. any church announcements before we get out of here? No, just holler at us on thefriendzonelive.com. We'll <laughs> see y'all in Atlanta March 31st. We'll see y'all in Chicago May 12th. And we'll see you in lovely, sunny Los Angeles on June 16th. Yes, for the memorized date. That's right. <laughs> what about you, Asante? Um, just thank you for everybody that's always supporting, everybody that came out for my birthday. And I love you all. Also, shout out to Kid Fury, who was just on um, yes. San Mero fucking it up, being funny yes. as hell. <laughs> That shit was hilarious, especially after that shit that just happened with DJ Envy's goofy ass. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, nothing over here outside of the show happening on Saturday. Two shows, if I were a rapper.com, if you want tickets to the late show. 
Or if I'm going to see you at any of the shows, uh, show up high, show up drunk. I will not judge. It is not a space to judge. It's just a space to have fun. Let's laugh, laugh and have a good-ass time. And the audience will be able to help you with some of the answers, but they also might tell you the wrong ones. So that'll be up to you. But that's it over here. Fran, what you got going on? Um, nothing that I didn't already mention, but I'll do a quick recap. Thank okay. you guys, first of all, for still supporting Target. I saw a whole thread on Twitter <laughs> started by Steen Fox. Shout, Steen. Out. Shout out to Steen Fox. She tweeted that those are the best pair of jeans she's Steen. had in a... <laughs> She tweeted that those are the best pair of jeans that she's had ever. Yes. And it created a whole thread of people agreeing with her, which made me feel really good because I work really hard to collaborate with only the best things for you guys. Yes. So when Damn you right. guys see that, it makes me very happy. Thank you to Steen for that. Thank you to Target for that collaboration. Thank you guys once again for the Aracacia love. That's all that's noteworthy dot com forward slash welcome to sign up for my new collab with them yes and the activation tour hmm. the activation the tour. website is launching this friday at friday, noon 12 p.m. <laughs> i'll be posting that on my twitter social pretty much everywhere because you know i'm gonna post all of it all of it everywhere because i'm so excited and the website is activationtour.com Obviously, if you go to it right now, you won't see anything, but you will see something beautiful on Friday around noon. Beautiful. <laughs> Let's do it. And that's it for this week's episode. I like my brain. That's really all right. Is tired today. Come on, this it's week. the end now, friend. You can <laughs> tell your brain week. hang it up. <laughs> is this the end? <laughs> I, I was about today, to say because in the end it doesn't really. In the end, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't even matter. matter. I try so. Give us a big Frida remix. Yo! In the end, it doesn't matter. In the end, it doesn't matter. In the end, it doesn't. In the end, it doesn't. In it doesn't matter. And you're shaking and you're shaking until it gets a little matter. In the end, in the end, in the end, it doesn't matter. Hey! In the end, it doesn't. In the end, you already know. We love you guys. Stay black and we love you too, Big Frida. Bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.